You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth chat, discussion and analysis of every Premier League match week and the Champions League as well. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and here are the topics for today's episode. Pep Guardiola's Man City ease past Jose's lacklustre Spurs. Everton failed to impress in their loss against Fulham. Leicester score three against the champions as Allison's nightmare continues. Manchester United drop more points as they draw 1-1 at the Hawthorns. Aubameyang scores a hat-trick as Arsenal see out leads at the Emirates. That's what we've got coming up in today's episode. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Okay, Robbie Earl, um, mm. we're, we're going to start with, I guess, a game that I was certainly looking forward to, bringing together yeah. two managers in Pep Guardiola and Jose Mourinho that have yeah. been there, won it all, tremendous rivalries in the past. It looks like a mutual respect right now. Yeah. And i got to say, I did expect a closer game. Mm. I think we'll get, it, we'll get into where we are right now with Jose's Tottenham Hotspur, Rob, but 3-0 yeah. to Manchester City. A Roger yeah. penalty, two goals again from the man of the moment right now, Ilkay Gundogan. Mm-hmm. Um, God, Rob, it, it seemed easy, didn't it, for Manchester City? Yeah. It seemed too easy, Rob, and, 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 and that's the point that... Remember the reverse fixture, Jose Mourinho's um, Spurs 1-2-0, a sun goal in the first five minutes, obviously changes the complexity of the game. Lo Celso makes a run from deep, Harry Kane plays him in. 2-0. I think that was back in November. And if I remember right, Rob, Spurs went top of the table that day. And Manchester City were 11th. And we, I think we were working on the game. We'll certainly be doing a podcast after and went, it's classic Jose. His team's well set up. 
make mistakes on the ball and they're going to hurt you. And it was interesting. So before the game, listening to the press conferences, as we always do, and Pat was saying that, you know, one or two of the um, the reporters were saying how, how you, you find it against Jose. And he said, you really always have to be on your toes with the Jose Mourinho team. They're well set up, they're well organised this one. And if you make mistakes on the ball, they will punish you. Yeah. So it was almost like his thing to his team was, we've got to be so good on the ball that they can't punish us. Mm-hmm. And, and it kind of played out that way. They didn't make many mistakes on the ball. And so they weren't really that, that often looked like they were going to get punished. Mm. That's right. And I think that's, and that's been the story, Rob. Their foot, when their football's clean mm. and it's accurate and it's slick, then they don't give opponents an opportunity. And when the opportunities come, as rare as they are, we've talked many times about how strong defensively they are now. No, Ruben Diaz was ill, couldn't start this game. Yeah. Uh, Laporte played alongside Stones. Absolutely no problem again. And, you know, I, I, I go through, so I write the teams out, of course, ready for the podcast and stuff, Rob. And I kind of generally go yeah. through at the end of it and I kind of put yeah. a tick mm. of who's, who's really on form. Well, let me go through it. Edison, yeah, tick. Mm. Can, Cancelo, I think we, we can all agree that Cancelo is playing... Well, he's playing two positions. And it was interesting, yeah. Rob, because I, I really watched Cancelo's position in this game. And for the first, oh, what was it? Spurs had a couple of chances, like later in the first half. He didn't come inside too much into that midfield role. Yeah, yeah. He didn't. He stayed there, I guess, because of Hyomin Son's threat. Mm. And then a couple of times, and then there must have been an instruction from the manager, go on, start doing that. I think they yeah. got a, they got a counterattack through that area. So he puts Cancelo in there, and then they never look back. But anyway, Cancelo, tick. Zinchenko, yeah, well, this week's underappreciated, by the way, but he's going to be in contention because he does a pretty good job. Yeah. He's getting older now. He's this makeshift left back. I thought he was excellent uh, at left back. Rodri, yeah, tick, playing great. Bernardo Silva, neat and tidy, playing great. Gundogan, enough said. Foden, Sterling, Jesus. Everybody, yeah. Rob, in this team, and there's others, of course, that are not playing yet, yeah. they are in a sweet spot. And Raheem Sterling is getting sweeter because he wasn't quite in in his sweet spot for me in the yeah, last over yeah, the last yeah. I don't know, maybe the last couple of months, Rob. But he embarrassed Ben Davis many times in that outside mm. position. Um we've talked about Foden so many times that and Jesus now got to start in this game. It's just a case where Pep's got these guys at, at a perfect spot in their in their season, in their conditioning, in their feeling, in everything. And it's coming together in a way that looks like no one's going to stop them. No one's stopping them. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm shocked I'm saying that. In, we're in February. Yeah. And in, in a season, I did question whether City could go again. My goodness, they have. And they look better than ever um, in a game that was so comfortable. Wow. So easy, Rob, and, and so impressive. And, and, and add, to add to your point, mate, and, and, and I agree in terms of where you are in, in, in players, I think the other thing that I, I looked at and was saying was, how Pep deserves a bit of credit for how the management, I know we've talked about it, how fresh people look. By the way, I saw the game in midweek in, in the FA Cup. Yes, it was against Swansea. And yes, you know, Swansea have been, been playing well. But, you know, Walker plays that game. Mendy plays that game. Garcia yeah. plays that Changes. game. Yeah. You know, Silva. Torres plays that game. So, you know, players who are ready for moments. Mares didn't start this game. Uh, you know, got big performances coming in. I know Champions League is going to come up and that will start to test them a little bit more. But everybody's in a good space. You don't see too many Man City players where it looks like, oh, they're hanging on, oh, they're desperate for a break, or they, they look like they're, they're kind of mm. fresh. And, 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 you know, Jose comes out and says, well, we played 
two hours of football against Everton. Well, it's only half an hour more than, than Man City played against Swansea. And I'm not really having having all those, those excuses when he, when he wants to, to, to bring them out. Um, but you're right, things are going well. Another clean sheet, I think it's 14 clean sheets in 23 Premier League games with Diaz, without Diaz. Um, I think the depth of squad starts to, sh- to stand out now. Um, and let's remember, Aguero was on the bench to come back in. Kevin yep. De Bruyne to come back in. Fernandinho. And I want to just go to something, Rob, because I don't think we made... I'm not sure we particularly picked up on it. That Again, listening to, press, uh, to Pep this week in his presser, and he, he was... He was, in a, he was in a pep talking mood, you know, where some days you think, oh, answer the yeah. question, get out of there. He, he wanted to talk. And somebody was asking him about the run and obviously the unbeaten games and, you know, where they are at the moment. And he said, he actually went back to a draw with West Bromwich Albion. And he said, that was the turning point in the season. He said, what happened? And it was really interesting. He said, Fernandinho called a team meeting. He went oh. in with the team and they discussed things like they're not playing the same, their principles, we're not as fit, we're not as hungry. Pep, at that same time, went to his backroom staff and said, are we looking at ourselves? Are we doing enough? Are we supporting the players? And then to bring it together, Pep and Fernandinho had a conversation and they all decided we've got to start doing things better. And he said that was the day and the point when this season took off. And apparently, if you look back to that day, it's the last time they've um, dropped points. Interesting. Interesting, Rob. Do, do you know what? I, I, another one as well. I thought you were going to go down the same road. Just a random one from nowhere, really. But mm. I, I did think about it. And there definitely has been a change in Pep Guardiola's demeanour on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. Press conferences yeah. in general, mm. particularly when things weren't going so well. There's a new coach, Juan Leo. Now, yeah. uh, again, I again, this is just, I'm just picking it out from nowhere, really. Mm. Arteta left. And while yeah. Leo arrived at the football club and a guy that they, they've had a, a relationship for a long period of time, respected yeah. Leo's been coaching uh, mm. for many, many years. Yeah. I just wonder, I'm just chucking it out there, Rob, but yeah. if there's something different about him, the, I think he came in the June. Yeah. So, you know, r- results weren't amazing then, but it wasn't long before they, they started finding the groove and finding it. I just, it's just a different relationship, Rob. And I don't know whether it's any kind of, what kind of significance it has, but it's just an interesting to note. Yeah. Different demeanor. They turn their, their, those from nine defeats of last season. You know, he comes in in the summer <clears throat> and things have picked up. Again, I'm not saying there's a definite connection there, but interesting. Just something different. Yeah that yeah. might explain – I'm not sure there's anything tactically different that he's brought. It looks very similar for Pep's side, mm. but just maybe in his, in, his, in his relationship, Rob, and the way that he speaks to his assistant, and he's an older guy, an experienced coach, he might just have given some words of wisdom to, to chill a little bit, um, really? and it might be a little bit part of it. So it's an interesting little, little road you go down. And I always remember, I was once not in the company, I heard a conversation that Sir Alex Ferguson had had. And it was about the treble season. And you'll know the man I'm going to talk about. That They were talking about um, McLaren, Steve McLaren, mm. who was his assistant manager then. Yeah. It was really interesting that, that McLaren's job was less about managing the play, about the players and more about the manager. And, mm. and, and Ferguson said how important he was managing me. Well, there you go. Well, it was a really interesting mm-hmm. thing for, for, for a manager to say. So sometimes, and, and right now where we are, and I know we're going to talk about Liverpool in a while and, and Jurgen Klopp and whatever, 
Jurgen Klopp looks to me like he could do on somebody who's managing him because he looks like a broken man at the moment. And I, I fear a little bit for maybe his mental health with some of the personal mm. issues he's had to go through. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting, Robin. You, you know, if you're, even if you're a top manager, it might just be nice to have different mm. guys coming in every two or three years, like Sir Alex Ferguson did, just to give them a different sense and a different look and a different, you know, Jose's done it with the guy he's got right now at Spurs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just thought I'd chuck it in there as something yeah, a little bit different. Yeah, I just want to follow on. Just my last point on Man City is there's never been a better time for City to be in the knockout stages of the Champions League. I feel differently now, my friend. I feel differently about Man City's chance of winning the if, Champions well, League. Is that just defending? Is that clean sheets in defending? Yes, 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 and yes, and yes. They've okay. been let down, Rob, in this competition. Mm. Against good sides at good levels, again in two game, two leg games where mm. they haven't been strong enough defensively in a foundation. They've got a stronger foundation as they've ever had. For me, going into this stage of this competition, and I know Bayern Munich are amazing. I know Lewandowski scores a zillion goals, and I know there's some strong sides out there. But mm. I, I gotta say that of all the seasons, I've I've never, never thought Pep up to this point w- would win the Champions League because of the the way that you know the just the, yeah, they're, they're the unbalanced nature of a little bit in the yeah. way that they play the football and everything else. But then the defensively, like they're going to get caught, they're going to get caught, they're going to concede goals and they have done. I just want to throw that in there right now that, wow, I tell you, they've got to be right up there with the main favourites of Bayern Munich based on the way they're playing. And I, and I, and I, I guess, you know, Jesus or preferably Aguero has got to find some form. But defensively, Rob, it, it makes them a, a much, in my opinion, a much stronger prospect to win this thing than, than in recent seasons. Okay, I want to be the first one to chuck this in for you. Quadruple? Quadruple, Neil? <laughs> League <laughs> FA Cup, League title, wow. Champions League, in all four. Got to the final of, 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 of League Cup. Quarterfinals of, of, of the FA Cup. Um I mean, no, if he does that, Rob, really I mean, is he just dropping the mic? And then, if he does that, I mean, he's just dropping the mic and he's just walking out of Manchester, aren't he? You're gone. You're gone. I mean, he's done the three, and he? He's won the three domestic. I mean, yeah. to, to add a Champions League. I mean, I tell you, of, of all seasons, maybe this is the season's possible. With other teams being exhausted and all the games, he's got his two different teams. He's got all his rotations. Wow. I uh, wouldn't mm. put it past it. I, I would not write that off. That would be mm. unbelievable. Spurs, my friend. Talk to me about Jose's project. Mm. Quadruple for Spurs? Hmm, I think not. (laughs) Um, Spurs, well, where do I want to start? Where I want to start with Spurs is, is Rob, that, and I know some of this is is my thoughts, my theory, not what's going to happen. Jose Mourinho and this group are are not going to be successful the way it's going. That's what my, 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 my take is. When I see a team that actually looked on paper with some attacking threats, that's got Lucas, that's got Lamella, that's got Ndombele, that's got Son and got Kane, Rob. If if, if I play a system that for 75% of the game, those players are having to do defensive duty, some of those players, I don't think I'm getting the best of them. But that's the way he does it, Rob. But what I'm saying is, the way he does it at the moment has Spurs sitting ninth in the table. Has Spurs got a League Cup against Man City? That if they perform anything like that, will be an will be yeah. an embarrassment. 
Mm. Uh, Spurs in the Europa League now, that's going to be a really important competition that he might have to concentrate on, that isn't really winning the trophies that he talked about and isn't great to watch. Yeah, and um, I just, he said that he was very happy with the squad. Yeah, he spent yeah. over a hundred million dollars on new players. He's had time now. He's had windows. He's got his own assistant in. He's got he's got everything that he wants. Rob, he's got. And I, I'm not sure whether he requested Gareth Bale, but he's got yeah. that that added potential. The Delhi Alley situation now, Rob, is uh, he's got to start playing him. In my opinion, you know, it's his job to, to straighten him out if he doesn't train properly. He's got. He needs him. He's better. The Spurs are a better side with Delhi in it, and the, and the little one three seconds of Gareth Bale. Mm. But I had everybody. I'm like a little cameo. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's enough to. It's enough. That silly, like that three seconds, is enough to say, "Come on, he's got. He needs more minutes. We want to see him." Spurs fans, and I, and I know he might not be right. And Josie has a history of this, where if, if he plays, if if a player's not 100 percent right, and he's not game ready, and his attitude's not great, and he's not trained perfectly for the last three weeks, he doesn't play them. I just think, I think, I think the team needs a little bit of bail, and he might not be up to it. But let's see. Let's see now. I mean, we're in the this is you know we're in the middle of February. It's a good question with Bell. I just wondered, did you, did you did you obviously picked up the email that the Twitter that was was piled by Bell that he was fit and in good yeah. shape ahead of the game, then he yeah. apparently goes for a scan and that. Is that the first little start of of Jose? You know, I, I said to Beck, is this a naughty corner coming up for for, for Gareth Bell? Is he going to sit on in the naughty chair for for a few weeks? Because this is how it starts with Jose. If, mm. it, if he feels he's not his guy, you know, Deli Ali, we've seen a similar situation. As you say, come on, we the team needs you now. The squad needs you. We need the rotation. We need our best players. And then he, he came out after and, and made a statement. I don't know if you if you if you caught it. He said, um, "If the quality if the quality players of my team get up to speed, then I'll happily play them." It's, it's starting to get. It's starting to get. Um... Again, it's like the history is just starting to like mm. come back into yeah, the memory, yeah. isn't it? A little bit. Like, does he have to fall out the star players at every club? I mean, he doesn't have to, but he does. Rob, you know, Delhi's been this ongoing situation now. He's never spoke. He's never spoke particularly highly of Gareth Bale. You know, he's doing his best. I'm. You know, we got asked about Gareth Bale maybe a week ago, Rob, in the press conference. I'm doing my best. He's doing his best. We're both trying very, very hard. Basically, say like he's just not. He's just not ready to play. You know, so that's a, it, again, and the and the Deli Ali is an obvious fallout. That with the sometimes turgid performances, trying to watch them play, where they are on the league table right now, though it's not a massive amount of points gap to get back towards no, the top four. No. But um, yeah, I mean, but it, it, when you see them, this it's, 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 things are starting to mount up where the fans, I would think, are getting frustrated. Like this isn't what we expected. We expected Jose to figure this team out, to get them strong, to get them impenetrable, and with the fair players to really push at the top of the league table. They're nowhere near it. I, I, you know, I don't expect him to go, but it's got to be disappointment around that club, Rob, with the way that the 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 Jose Mourinho project is is going right now. So, two things I wanted to talk to you and and and, and, and or to make note of. One is yeah. that Jose has to trust his defenders, Rob. In in his good teams, he has to have people who he can rely on. I don't think he's got too many in this Spurs team. Huh. But he said he was happy with his squad. And he's yeah, had a chance to bring in new players. I'm not too sure. 
the other one, the other, the other question, and fair, you know, I'll back sometimes starts going down the road, and me and Bex had a little conversation at the weekend, and it was an interesting one. I thought, I'm going to get musty on this. So, Harry Kane, 28 years of age or, or so, yeah. prime of his life, scoring goals, guaranteed goals, showing another side to his game, I think, that makes him people realise he's an even better footballer than they thought. Yeah. He's in line to become Spurs' top a goal scorer beat Jimmy Green's record that, that to come but he needs like loads Rob like 50 or 60 yeah, goals he needs yeah. doesn't he well, if he stays at Spurs he, he's you know and stays fit um, we know he always get picks up an injury each year but but that could happen he's inside of the Premier League record of Alan Shearer 260 goals inside of that if, again if he decides to stay at Spurs or he stays in the Premier League you yeah. might see where I'm going what 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 becomes important to Harry Kane? What what's the legacy of Harry Kane when he finishes? Does does Spurs top scorer take you to a level? The Premier League top scorer ever obviously elevates you to a level. Yeah. But does winning a, does winning any silverware compare with that? Or could he go to a Premier League club and win silverware and still beat the Premier League record? Because uh, if it's going to happen, Rob, it's got to happen in the next year. Are you? Are you? Is your final question going to be: Should he lead, leave the club and lose the is possibility of being first? Are we coming to a point where he could leave the club to yeah. go and win trophies and not yeah. be Spurs' goals top goals? Yeah. That's yeah. where I, I'm at. Yeah, and I and I'm all over that. And and I think after this season, Rob, if they don't, you know, he's bit, he's there again for Jose, and he's trying to win a trophy. If they don't win the League Cup against Man City, and they don't go all the way in the Europa League, and they finish outside the top four, for me, it absolutely is the right point to say, you know what, I love this club, absolutely love this club, and I've stayed here, and I've seen the new stadium, and I've I've, I've been part of the Pochettino thing, and now Mm. the Mourinho project, but i got to think about myself. I mean, he's in his absolute prime. He will walk into any team in the Premier League, whatever club he wants to, I think he's got to go and win a Premier League title, Rob, and go and yeah. bang in some goals and go and enjoy his football again and show everybody what a great finisher he is with the opportunities given week in, week out. I just think it's time. And he should, he should have no, there should be no problems with him doing that. I listened to yeah. a phone in, Rob, a couple of weeks ago, and actually a Spurs fan phoned in and said the same thing. He said, I love uh, the man, but he, yeah. should, he should move on. Under this guy, you know, he's not. we're not going to do what he thought and... Um, Give us yeah. this one season, yeah. and then I, you got my blessing to go and, and fulfill. Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah. yeah, so I so very balanced view, and yeah, you, you do feel as though maybe at the end of the season, without a League Cup win, without the Europa uh, League title, maybe it's time for Harry don't to think. Don't you think? Don't you think? What do you think? I think so, and you know, people listen. We were we spent some time with Alan Shearer at the fan fest and things. You know, record goal scorer. Won a title with Blackburn, though. You know, people suggested that he could have gone Manchester United and won more, but yeah. he wanted to be at Newcastle. But he's got a title. Yeah. Harry Kane yeah. could finish his career as Spurs record goal scorer and not have any any silverware. Yeah, it, yeah. it would be yeah. a miss for a player of that level and quality. Yeah, I think so. So, listen I, again. I, I apologise to the Spurs fans that maybe yeah. don't want to hear that, but but I think mm. if they really, really thought hard enough about it. And thought about his 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 professionalism, his loyalty, his dedication, his abilities. I mean, what a, what an absolute mm. amazing professional he's been for Spurs. But mm-hmm. I just think at his age now, you know, 
go go and go and win some titles and and, and have some fun in, in a different club. But um, yeah. Let's move on quickly, mate. Let's have a little chat about Everton-Fulham. So, disappointing day for Everton. Uh, Colo Angelotti's team come off that 5-4 win against Spurs. And, um, you know, I think, I remember the first thing he said in his press conferences, I hope my players don't say that they're tired. We've had enough time to rest. We should be ready to go. Against a Fulham team that are playing well, but bottom three, struggling for goals. Um, mm. But I've got to be honest, Rob, it was... One-way traffic in the first half, Fulham having all the chances, Fulham being Fulham in some respects, playing good football, good wit from, from the wing-backs with Luckman mm. and um, off his cheek underneath uh, Madger as, as a centre-forward, causing Everton all kinds of problems. And uh, we get to half-time at 0-0, and I said to Danny, this is my worry about Fulham a little bit. Played so well, not got the goals. I'm Second half, I just think Everton will be better. I'll Everton... Mm. To be honest, mate, change the system weren't much better. Fulham created yeah. a couple of chances. One for, for Magic across the six-yard box. Lovely first-time finish. The second one comes off a Harrison Reed shot that's parried onto the post. He reacts quickest, gets his second goal brace for him, and and Fulham win the game. And um, I think there'd be a huge disappointment for Angelotti and, and Everton fans watching that. But for Fulham, it's just a lifeline, Rob. It's just yeah. a seven-point now gap to Newcastle. Newcastle have lost Callum Wilson for... <laughs> Possibly eight weeks at the worst time it could happen. <laughs> and, and, and somebody told me Newcastle's next few games coming up, they've, they've got a couple of the, of the top teams to play. Yeah. Um, whereas I think Fulham have like Burnley and, and somebody else, maybe Sheffield United or somebody. So they, they, yeah. there's an opportunity for, for, for Scotty Parker to build some momentum. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't see this game, Rob. It's a one game this weekend yeah. I couldn't get to see. I was stunned, you know, looking at the the result, and and I always go to to our our friend Roger Bennett, of course, massive yeah. Um, yeah. Everton fan, Men in Blazers fame, um, and he talks about how frustrating it is. I mean, you you look at their 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 games and their points. It was a reason to get proper excited, Rob, going into this game. Fulham at home. I'm looking at the league table, like wow, they're right in the top four conversation yeah. with the amount of games, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So again, I didn't see it. And you've, you've, you've spoke, but so who disappointed for Everton? Who I know that Do- Dominic Cavalu is out at the moment. Yeah, was out. Yeah, just a little hamstring that they said he could right. be for, for Wednesday against Man City. So the front three, as it's so, Richarlison started from the left hand side. Hammers Rodriguez on on the right hand side, and, and Gilpi Sigurdsson played in a false nine. Now that was behind a back three that he played last week. So Gomez one side, Decore the other, and, and Tom Davis is a central three. So three in midfield. Wide, wide. Gilfie Sigerson coming towards the ball to knit it all together. And then I think the hope was maybe Richarlison running in behind. Hammers Rodriguez is not going to run in behind. He's not going to run in behind. You know, he's, no. he's just going to maybe make combinations. But the problem they had, Rob, was that, was that there was no focal point to the attack. We've seen Manchester City play the false nine and do it brilliantly with inventive, creative, dynamic runs from midfield. There was none of that from Everton. It just looked a system that worked against them in many ways. Uh, I was mm. so surprised at half-time that Josh King, who was on the bench, who they've got on, on loan in, in the January window, didn't come up just to bring a bit of pace and a bit of presence to the central area. Then maybe put Ziggy, put Hamas, put Richarlison un, underneath him and, and maybe mm. go for two, two players in midfield, go with Decore and Davis. But um, mm. see, the, the shape didn't look right. They, they didn't particularly play well. Fulham were about it. They could press the game because no one was running in behind. And um, it's as poor a, 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 a performance as I've seen for a while from Everton. Wow. 
Yeah, well, not good at all, mate. Not, not what, mate, like you said, look at the league table now. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, that seven point gap, Newcastle United. Newcastle fans will be will be will be like, wow, that that's mm. what we we didn't want that result. I mean, that that is that's catchable. That's catchable. Yeah. And then Newcastle United have won. They've won seven games, Rob. Fulham have won three. Yeah. But with with injuries and and the way that they can be Newcastle, that we might have a little race there. We we might have a little situation for. The Fulham to try and get on level terms. Um, now I know, I know. Next, Rob uh, Everton. Yeah. Are they? They're facing. They're facing Manchester City, Manchester City on, on Wednesday. Yeah, so I see. I'm, I'm, ba- I'm back in the studio. MBCSN three fifteen Eastern Time kickoff. Yeah, huge game. Yeah, so I'm going to be in the studio for that one. I, so I'll get a real good catch up on Everton. I watched the Everton game yeah. before Wednesday. Um, so look at the odds here from our friends at Points Bet Sportsbook. Here's the latest odds, Robbie Earl. Everton yeah. to win, and I don't know how latest this is. Everton to win is plus 650. The draw is plus 380. Oh, crikey. Man City win minus 264. Wow. So that that's a really strong favourite for Man City. And, and it's always going to be, I suppose. If Everton play like they did today, they could be plus yeah. 6,000. <laughs> Honestly, not at the races, not closing down, not good in possession, not no physicality, no. Real... Look, Rob, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the lineup now. All right, Dinya, Holgate, yeah. Godfrey, yeah. Coleman, not far off the best back four. You've still got Andrew Gomez. You've got Decore. I mean, it, 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 I'm surprised no, it was that bad. I thought Alan might come back it, as well. I mean, Dominic Calvert Lewin could be back, and I tell you right now, Rob, and he's gone from a player who. <laughs> Is to work his way into a team to being so important to this team now. Without him, they, they look lightweight up, up top. And, and Josh King's come on, maybe not quite up to speed yet, or hasn't quite got the trust of the manager. But um, they, they desperately want Calvert Lewin back. As you say, it's a little hamstring. I heard uh, Angelotti say, um, but he's, he's got every chance of making it for that Man City game. Who, who was a star? Who was a star player for Fulham, my friend? Any star players? Star player for Fulham. They, it was a team star performance. But my underappreciated oh. player of the week is going to go to Josh Madger. Centre forward, Rob, who, who, who's just taken him on loan for Bordeaux. Um, started his career in the academy at Fulham back as a kid. And then he's, he's been to a couple of places, Palace. Palace and, and, Palace and, and Man City, Palace, I think, as well. Yeah, Man City. Then he found himself at Sunderland. Those who've watched Sunderland until I die will know he's the guy. <laughs> that's they called. shouldn't have sold. They shouldn't have sold. Yeah. And he's got that move and he's ended back in London. And what... A couple of things I like about him, Rob, is I liked the, the, the way his goals came today. Two six-yard goals. Love my centre-forwards who get goals. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 me too. Slide yeah. in and, 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 and a rebound. Like, right place, right time. I like that he's a London boy, that he's coming maybe home, that he isn't got to worry about language, you know, if you're a Hilaire or, a, 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 you know, we've seen players who've come in the league who have struggled to, to, to settle. He knows London. It ain't going to yeah. be a problem to him. He's got friends around him. He probably knows players at, at, at the football club. He looks a good match. He looks like this is an opportunity. He's maybe found the hard way up to get to the Premier League. He looks like he wants to grasp it. Feel yeah. like it's a really good fit. Great bit of business. And let's not forget, yeah. Rob, that we were on transfer deadline day. Remember the Josh King saga? Where yeah. Josh King was going to go to Fulham. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he decided and against it. That we, and then he decided later on to go to Everton. And because yeah. of that, Ever, uh, Fulham went and got Josh Madger. And on the day when yeah. Madger comes up with a couple of goals and Josh yeah. King sits on the bench at wow. Everton, it's quite. It was, yeah. it's one of them ironic, ironic days. Amazing, amazing. And it could just, just be someone like that. He gets a couple of goals, Rob. 
and he'll take this as a what an opportunity for him to be a Premier League player. You know, and France is great, and Bordeaux is a beautiful area of France. But to to come back to London, West London, Fulham, and be part of the Premier League, scoring goals, wow, what an opportunity! And it could be an incredible signing for the club. We we'll have to wait and see. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. All right, mate. Next game. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Mm. Leicester City took on Liverpool. And i got to say, early on, Leicester struggled to stay with Liverpool. My yeah. first note my first note of Leicester City is um, 4-4-2, outplayed. Outplayed mm. early is my first note, my friend. And Casper uh, Schmeichel was involved a lot. Had to make a lot of saves. Liverpool, I thought, started off with great energy, great pace, great determination. A strong early press is my first note for them. Mm. I, I just thought they looked really, really sharp. Salamane on the outside. Firmino, I, I, I still... I, I, one of my notes is, come on then, before his amazing assist. Like, I wanted more I mean, from him, Rob. I want, I, and I'll be honest, I wanted more yeah. from Roberto Firmino. And then, of course, he produces that, and it's all died to death. I died to death a little bit on, on that, of course. But, yeah, I thought Liverpool started off great, Rob. I thought they yeah. started off really good. Uh, a reaction from, from the last results. And, uh, yeah, everything looked hunky-dory. Yeah, first half. I think the only disappointment is that they don't score. I have a couple of chances. Mane looked like he had the beating of Marte. Um, on the other side, Salah got yeah. in a couple of times, made bad touches yeah. in behind Pereira. Henderson scored, hit those, yeah. long, those long diagonals once or twice. Nice press. Kabat didn't, you know, look like he, he was coping once or twice. Just got caught and off the shoulders from Vardy. But we know that happens against better defenders, yeah. more experienced defenders. So, yeah, you know, 45 minutes in, I think, you know, disappointing not to have scored. Milner coming off for uh, Thiago might have had something with the way the game played out. Um mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, half-time, nil-nil into, into the, the second half and you, you get a one go, a goal up. A brilliant beautiful goal. play mm-hmm. by, by Bobby Firmino, which is what he's about when he's on top of his game, can, can have these moments. Salah with the goal, 17 Premier League goals, Rob. It's remarkable that he just keeps on scoring. Can I just add, of course, the Firmino assist was amazing. 
yeah. the finish was pretty good as well, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it, true. It, yeah, I mean, it came to him pretty quickly, unexpected, mm. and a, and a, and his first time left foot side foot. I just thought it was a. I thought it wasn't as good as the assist because the assist was 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 special, but we were far behind. I thought I thought mm. the, the the Salah kind of technique and the, to get that organized mm. quickly and to, to side foot that with some pace in the corner was brilliant. So, yeah, brilliant round. Um, all-round goal for Liverpool. Yeah. And then, yeah. what was it, like five minutes of six, six minutes? minutes of... Six minutes. Six minutes of, of madness that starts. Well, the Madison goal and the offside, whether Marty was and the boot of Firmino, it was one of those. Yeah. He's onside. It doesn't matter then whether he's playing the ball. It goes in. We won it. So, we won it, Rob. Liverpool have yeah. played quite well. Um, and I go back to a point I made last week where... There was a time over the last couple of seasons where Liverpool, you couldn't, def, you couldn't disappoint this Liverpool team. You couldn't put them on the back foot because they had some about them. We've seen the games where they've been late, you know, 80-odd minutes, goals down, win the match. We've seen goals where they, they've been one, one each, find a way to get a winner. These, these games where they've had to dig in and hold on to what they've got. Some of that is eroded. And I don't know where that comes with confidence, like a form, like a it comes nut. with a foundation. It, it comes yeah. with a weak foundation. Yeah, I, I just and, think and you know the, the centre back thing has eventually come to roost. I, I think so, Rob. I mean, mm. listen, Ozak Kabak. Um, yeah. I mean, it was. I think it was good that he. You know, I think we all wanted to see him play, Rob, and and, yeah. and Jordan Henderson. Uh, I thought at times read the read the game really well. Looked mm. good. Quebec just just looked a little short for me, Rob, and I and I tweeted out there. You know, I think I tweeted out. He doesn't look ready. I thought he looked shaky. Jamie Jamie Vardy ran off him for fun. I mean, because I watched it closely, and sometimes those runs didn't get the ball. But I'm mm. thinking, wow, if the ball's played there, he's going to get in behind. And you know, a few people said, well, you shouldn't. I'm not. I'm not blaming Quebec, Rob, yeah, for his performance, yeah, yeah. and it wasn't his fault. The Allison that that goal was the goalkeeper's fault. No question, it's the goalkeeper's fault. But the ball was going over his head, and if the goalkeeper, you know, didn't come out and make a mess of it, granted, then they, they might have been struggling again. The last goal was Quebec was at position. So again, he's twenty years of, years of age, but what a tough game to come into. And I just thought he looked a little shaky positionally. Um, he kept his passing very, very simple. Again, we'll see how he develops. And he's yeah. young, and he's international, and he's been playing in the Bundesliga, and, and I get all that. But I just thought I, I, I guess I expected, I expected a, a more of a solid defender, Robert, and I, I just felt he struggled. I just felt that. Did you? Or, or am I, being um, I, I thought first off he didn't do too bad. He, uh, he didn't have much to do. They didn't have much to do, did he? Didn't have much to do, but he looked okay. I kept a bit of an eye on him. Obviously, we're trying to watch a game and these other yeah. things in studio. Yeah. But um, positioning the one of the issues. So. Two, two things I was thinking about last night with, with Quebec. I'm thinking, what a shame he's come into Liverpool team at this time. Can you imagine if he's next to Van Dijk? Yeah, I know, I know. In the Liverpool team. It would be, it would be different. Also, in terms of the spirit and the, the confidence around the group is low. And you're mm. a 20-year-old kid. Your first yeah. game in the country is, is, is yeah. difficult. So I get all that. And, yeah. and, you know, whether the decision is right to play him or not, Listen, hindsight's a, a beautiful thing. Yeah, I just feel as though 
he wasn't to totally blame him for the whole defeat. There was, there was no, no I'm not. Part. I'm not saying that. I didn't. Yeah, I'm not saying that. All, all I said was he looked. He didn't look ready. Yeah, he didn't look. He didn't look ready. And I don't know if that's part of going in the team that's not on top of its game. I just think if 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 it's a Liverpool team that are flying, you slot in, you just keep the ball moving and whatever. Trent Alexander-Arnold's having an absolute nightmare in terms of his defensive covering. That the couple of times the, the Kabak's got Harvey Barnes on his shoulder. Trent Alexander's going the other way, but he's running yeah. forward. Yeah, I mean, come on. I've got a yeah. kid here who's coming in. Start coming around. Give me a little bit of cover. Give me a little bit of help. Yeah, yeah. if you, so if you think that that's a potential week, and we've we've pointed him out, I think it was last weekend in yeah. the studio, I, he had a couple of not great moments defensively. Now, if you if you marry that with on his side, Ozan mm-hmm. Kabak, who's making his first appearance, yeah. it, it's alarm bells. Add on to that, Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy is, is, and Harvey Barnes. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, what 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 a front two to lean on that side, and at any moment of a counter attack or a threat in behind, they go. I mean, Vardy's movement, and I know we keep we've said it before, but he's astonishing. He's an astonishing professional with a hunger that's it's remarkable, and it it just my my one of my final notes again is brittle defensively in the goalkeeper. Yeah, the goalkeeper. Okay, is, yeah. Yeah, it looks a little bit shot of, of confidence, yeah. and he's having a terrible moment right now. How he can go, how he can go from from where he's at, one of the best yeah, world class, world class. Yeah, rarely looks like there's a mistake. To now, all of a sudden, that perception changed. And now, if you're playing Liverpool, you start thinking keeper could be a bit dodgy. I mean, this Leipzig game, Rob, could be tricky. Leipzig are a German version of Leicester. Everything, everything's tricky, Rob. When the foundation's brittle. It's a brittle foundation. You know, we've talked about it before. With, when City have got into the Champions League about not being secured defensively, uh, I, I tell you, it reminded me a little bit of, of Chelsea and Frank, when, when everybody's going forward and they get kept getting caught on a counter attack. And I know that Liverpool's high press and, and their possession moves them up the field. So they're naturally going to be, there's going to be space in behind them. Um, but, but when those defenders aren't at the top of their game and the football's not great and the midfield is a little weakened because of certain players are out or whatever. Um, any game now for them is going to be difficult, and it, it's. I, but I was I was shocked at how like mm. sixty seven minutes or whenever the goal went in for Mo Salah. Yeah, I thought, yeah. wow, they've played well, Liverpool. Good reaction, good football. A little shaky at moments, and it's like, oh, it didn't quite happen for Vardy, and he hits this and he hits that, and the final ball wasn't there. But then it did come, and the mistake obviously compounded it at that particular point. The offside was a tight one, um, so it, it's. It's tough times for Liverpool. Yeah. It's tough times. And now they, they've got to be focused on the top four uh finishing in that in those top four spots. Anything outside of that will be a will be a disaster, really. Um I just wonder how the manager Rob is gonna react. Yeah. What what do you because you're what do you think? When he was asked, I think it was after the first original press conference he's done inside of the pitch, he goes into the, the bigger press conference and he, he was asked. Or Liverpool still in the yeah. title race, and 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 I mean it was hard to watch, wasn't it? I, I thought it was a difficult yeah. watch. Mm. I'm a little concerned. I think I've said about his mental health, Rob. I think what's happened in yeah. his life with his mother and not being yeah. able to go to dinner is something that stays with you, and something that's more important yeah. than winning Premier League titles. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, I agree. And, with you. I, I agree. And and I just wonder that Liverpool might have to take care of this this guy. Because he's so emotional, he, everything comes out so much. I just feel that he he could be in a really vulnerable, uncomfortable mm. position. And I hope Liverpool, who generally do things really well, uh, have, have given him the right kind of support. He almost, Rob, shouldn't be doing um, press conferences at the moment. He should almost have a two-week off. 
His assistant mm. do them all. Somebody else do them. Mm. He doesn't need yeah. to be front, front and, uh, and, and vocal at the moment. The, the, again, I, I don't know if it's even the right thing to do, Rob, and, and, and to mention a couple of things that people sent me about. It's more hearsay, but a bit a big bust up in the dressing room afterwards, and Klopp, you know, walking out, and and again, I, I, I'm just saying it to you like we're having a chat, mate. And I know people yeah, listen to yeah. this, and yeah. there's, there's absolutely nothing. That. Yeah. There's nothing mm. that I that I can. There's not a point I can a report I can point to. Just a couple yeah. of people, and through little bit of hearsay, that there was a big bust uh, up, and Klopp walked out, and there was all this and that, which which might or might not be true. It just yeah. adds to the the pressure yeah. around the club, if it is true, it might be a lot of absolute twaddle. It might be a lot of rubbish, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just, you know, it, let's just keep, I, I guess the point is, let's just keep a, a ear to the ground yeah. about anything yeah. that's happened at football club. I mean, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be horrifically awful if for whatever reason he, he, he leaves this club. Oh. You know, I, I think the bookmakers have gotten robbed again, something else. I mean, there's so much social media. When we look at news yeah. constantly, you know, is he the book, apparently he's the bookmakers next manager to leave in the Premier League. No way. Favourite manager to leave? Uh, yeah, sack or, or lose his job. So I read, that. again, I found that somewhere else. So, uh, listen, it's a tough time right now, and they've got yeah. to regroup. They had a, they had a good week's training. So when you, you mm. kick off against Leicester, a difficult match, I thought it looked like they benefited from the rest and a little bit of training. Um, but we'll, we'll see, mate. That's a, it's a hammy blow of a result. That's a week coming up, Rob, by the way. So the Leipzig game um, this Tuesday, and then the Merseyside derby next weekend. Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. Like Saturday, I mean, a massive week for them where they're going to have to bounce back, aren't they? Well, yeah, they are. It's just, it's, it's, it's that club, isn't it? It's that club where the expectation, the pressure is is immense. Um, but he needs his club. I think you make a good point. Yeah. He needs his club to, to rally around him. And, and you'll never walk alone is the, is, the, mm. is, is the ethos of this football club. He needs some support right now. You're absolutely right, Rob. You, you know, you, you, your mum goes like that and you can't yeah. be there. Don't you start to kind of like re- not regret what you're doing, but you anger question, the situation. You question yourselves and you question, yeah. you know, where your priorities are and should be. And you know what's, yeah. what's even worse? Well, bit I can't understand. You can travel to, to, I think it's Hungary, to play the Leipzig game. But you can't travel to go to his mum's. Yeah. I mean, something yeah, doesn't I seem don't... right. Something doesn't seem yeah. right, but... Well, um, yeah. hopefully yeah. problems that Jürgen Klopp can, can deal with and hope, you know, we... we we hope he continues to be the Jurgen Klopp we, we've loved in, in the Premier League. Uh, difficult times for him and his football club at, at the moment. Uh, let's move on to uh, another team, Rob, who had a difficult time to, today. Um, we've tended to say in the past we thought they, they were beyond these days, but it one nil down after two minutes. Um, Bruno Fernandes again getting his team out of trouble yeah. with, a, with a lovely goal just before half time, and then. Few chances at either end, no, no, no great chances in, in fairness. West Bromwich Albion to um, and by Jean could well have gone on and, and won the game. So it's another day when Manchester United, I think, had evidence why I'm not nobody's really talking seriously about them winning Premier League title. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a, they, they paid again for a, for a wasted first half. And I, and I know that the record has been good, that they've gone behind away from home and won, I think it's seven times that they've, they've yeah. done that. But I think we've said before, yeah, that's great, but it's still really not, not a great way of, of carrying on away from home. Um, and I know they, always, they, they often come back and win games, but what it does, it's like 45 minutes then of waste. It's wasted time. 
and they get the goal. It was just before half time, wasn't it? Bruno's left yeah, foot. Yeah. yeah. And that gives them 45 minutes to, to come on strong and to try and find a way. But they, and, and today was a game where they couldn't. And, and it just goes back to urgency, Rob. And the urgency in the last 15 minutes, if you're watching Man United, it's like Zoom, it's like fast forward on the football, the yeah. passing, the running, the movement, the, the desperation. I, I think that's a good word. Of, of describing what you're seeing with the performance is is there a desperation about it is there an is there a, an urgency about it and i saw that in the last 15 minutes rob i saw nothing of that in the first 45 minutes so uh people sort of say are they mentally ready to win a title i don't know. i think it's more basic than that rob that they're not they're just not consistent enough and defensively again you're right they, uh and by gian could have scored could have scored a hat trick you know yeah. so so that element of the game and the balance and, and we've and to be fair we've want them to attack and to go forward that's one at the best but they still look like they're going to get scored on on a counter attack and that's something that the manager's got to got to figure out i've had an interesting start and obviously you can take stats to make make your argument or not depending on how, how you look at them but it was an interesting start that i heard since ollie's taken over the team they've dropped more points to bottom three teams than they have to top mm. four it's basically yeah. It's part of like that preparation, that thing that that you know, Man right, City motivation, yeah, motivation. Goes those days when ah, it's West Brom doesn't quite seem to be there, and it's something that's sort of trailed through since all he's been at the football club. And and if you're going to win titles, Rob, you can't. Mm. You, that, that has to change. You have to beat that, those teams at home and and make sure you're getting points from those in the top four as well. The right side of the pitch. I, I just want to. I'm trying to take it forward, Rob, and I want to. Mm. I want to have a little chat about how this team and where this team can and should improve. The right side of the field is is. Uh, uh, I mean, there's a few priorities. Centre back is a priority. Yeah. Uh, I still think a centre forward. Cavani's great and all that, but I'm talking, I'm talking about into next season yeah. is another yeah. priority. But the right side. Rashford started there. Rob Greenwood come into that position. You know, Diallo, the new kid, might play there. Aaron Wan-Bissaka is a is one of the best tackle tacklers I've ever seen. But is that? But for for a high level, a, a Premier League winning team, Rob, is the full is is his position got to be better than that going forward? The right side isn't producing anything. It's not producing anything. Everything's coming from the left side. Luke Shaw's doing great. Rashford can play over there. Martial can play over there. You know, Bruno floats over there a little bit. The left side is really good going forward. The right side offers very little. I wouldn't necessarily say that the right... In Wan-Bissaka, and I get what you're saying, he's not, he's not Trent Alexander-Arnold. He doesn't quite... He's not probably Reese James. He's a good defender. And do you know what? I'll take a good defender, but I take your point, but bring me quality in front of him. Right, Okay. Yeah. That, that guy in front of him, and so he can yeah. support. He's a good athlete, yeah. and he'll win the ball, and he'll give it to me. And I'll yeah. and I've got one who can do a little bit. Because if yeah, I get one point. there at the back, who's you know quite a nice footballer, but don't want to defend, I'll, I'll have a good defender, and I'll take Sean. And you say put that other centre back in. But fine, you're right on the right hand side. When Rashford plays on the right hand side, Rob, I, I'm shaking my head because I, I don't mm. like him there. I don't think it helps his game. I don't think he particularly likes playing there. Of course, he'll do the job. That's yep. a problem position that they've got to look at this summer and go upgrade. You know, buy a player who upgrades them in that position. And I think an intelligent player, Rob. Something a little. I, it's, I guess it sounds insulting, but not not a pacey, some a, a clever player, 
Rob, a, a clever playmaking wide player that loves out there, might be left footed, comes inside, can dink Pedro balls. Neto, Pedro Neto, time. yeah, I love Neto. I mean, he scored a great goal, didn't he, for Wolves? Yeah. Um, but 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 maybe somebody more experienced, Rob, but like mm. just something different. They've got pace, and they've got Dan James, they've got Rashford and Martial, and they've got quick players, but somebody with a bit of class. I think would would fit well. I mean, we all look back to Beckham's ability in that right side yeah. midfield and how Giggs was the flying winger on the other side. You know, somebody that can do something a little bit differently on the right side to provide goals, to provide assists and good crosses. Um, that would be a that would be a, a good position to upgrade. I just want to switch it over, Rob, because my underappreciated player, yeah, is is I guess it, it might be a tough sell in some ways. Um, because of what where his team is and the amount of goals they've conceded. But Sam Johnson, by the way, he made a magnificent save for Harry Maguire late into the oh. game where he just gets his fingertips to it. He made a, go- a save with his yeah. finger earlier. And and every time I think about West Brom and I and I and I watch this player, I, I never see him make too many mistakes, mate. Sam Johnson is underappreciated. Uh, and because he's in a team that's struggling, and with all the goals that go in, you automatically don't think the goalkeeper's pretty good. I think Sam Johnson's pretty good. And he's been there forever, I think. Didn't he come through? He was at City. He was at United Academy. United Academy. Yeah, he went to United yeah. Academy. Um, yeah. I just thought I'd give him a shout-out. He made a brilliant mm-hmm. save today. And I thought, you know what? For a team that's struggling as they are, I think he does all right. Sam Johnson, my underappreciated performer of the week. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Sam Johnson's the new Aaron Ramsdale. His team might get relegated. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get a move in the Premier League. Maybe not to Sheffield, Sheffield United. Uh, let's have a quick quick of, about Arsenal Leeds, uh, Robin. Yeah, okay. what, what, what a really good game. I was really looking forward to it. Yeah. I kind of quite fancied Leeds. I thought, hmm. How good is this Arsenal team going to be without the ball? Because Leeds are going to have ball, they're going to fly forward, they're going to have lots of runners, and uh, lots of interchanging in the position. And I was thinking they're going to yeah. wear Arsenal out. They're going to mm-hmm. wear them down and run them down. Very different. Very different. And, and again, late in the game, because Leeds can run like order. Yeah. So, yeah. so Leeds are strongest quite often in the last 15, 20 minutes because they're energy levels. But... Arsenal did a brilliant job. And again, you know, there's not Leeds United aren't easy to stop in their tracks. Yeah. Arsenal did it, stopped mm. them in their tracks, couldn't get out, couldn't play, yeah. couldn't get on the front foot, couldn't get it up to um, for Bamford. This is aggressive. Yeah, Bamford. I've seen David yeah. Louise. David Louise had a fight, didn't he? He was, was aggressive. It was flipping. It was anytime yeah. the ball went up there. It was. It was. It was really aggressive. And I think. The, I think again, the team that had a four weeks training. I thought it looked mm. bright, energetic. Yeah. They pressed really, really well, and I thought, "Wow, yeah. there's there's a there's a team that you wouldn't expect to go toe to toe in terms of physicality and energy against Leeds United." And they, I thought they did a brilliant job of it. I mean, I just thought this young-looking side, yeah, fresh. I just I, I was really impressed with Arsenal, Rob. I mean, throughout the game, but particularly yeah. in the first, yeah. you know, whatever yeah, it was. In the end, he had to make a couple of substitutions. Leeds get back to four-two. I thought he made a couple of, you know, Al Nani came on. Um, he got holding on. He got a couple of people just to steady it up, to shore it up. I like that 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 front three underneath. Aubameyang looks like fresh. Want to help? You know, Aubameyang's obviously the the main man. They want to play the port. Saka and Smith Rowe did particularly well, and often drove in field. Sometimes to take the the fullbacks with him who chased yeah. him and leave the space yeah. on the outside. The fullbacks. Odegaard yeah. was on the periphery a little bit. Nice few nice touches, but didn't quite influence the game. Maybe as you'd like, but I think these, these hope then. I that's the kind of thing I was saying before where I think we spoke earlier in the season. I said, 
if, if nothing else, give the kids a go and let's see where we are. And then once we've kids, there's a time to bring the, the maybe the Pepe's back in or the Williams, if that's the case. But, you know, for now, if these kids are, are going for it. And as you say, there was an energy about Arsenal for the first 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah. And I think shocked, shocked Leeds. Yeah. I don't think yeah. Leeds quite knew what, 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 what was happening. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, we, we watched nearly every game. And mm. again, I haven't seen, you know, usually they like, they shot the opponents with the way they yeah. runs. They couldn't, they can't run forward if they haven't got the ball. And Arsenal did a brilliant job. Remember as well, by the way, Rob, again, important, Thomas Partey missing yeah. and Kieran Tierney missing. You know, yeah, you yeah. put those two in this team, you know, I don't know, you know, the wide left Smith Rowe. Mm, I don't know. Well, it's Valentine's Day. Give Smith Rowe their love. You, all right. <laughs> all right. What 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 I'm saying is this Arsenal team can get better, you know, with those mm. two players in it. And by the way, just a side note, Thomas Partey, by the way, I mean, I, he's he's never been injured by the performance. No, he's got a not. tremendous record of missing very yeah. few games over multiple seasons, and he just can't get himself going. So Arsenal fans out there, don't think that you've signed an injury-prone player because you haven't. It's just having one of those, and maybe a little extra intensity in the in the league. Uh, and that's what I'm just the league's intensity really? just makes his muscles a little bit sore, oh, right. and then. Feeling right with things, yeah. But he's going to be a, he's going to be really important, and, and this isn't. I, I can't imagine it's going to be long term. But I, I just was. I liked Arsenal today. I liked them. A little tired later on. Leeds are unbelievable. I, I I can't. You know the way they keep going, Rob. Right, they they never stop. They just never yeah. stop. And, and at four two, I'm like, wow. I think there was what was it seventy something minutes or something. Yeah, I was thinking, hold on, yeah, yeah, a little bit. So I just think Arsenal, and I know where they are on the league table. And, and normally, you know, you're like, well, you know, the table doesn't lie. And I just feel like it, it was a big transition and we're still seeing it and we're going to continue to see it. I, I, mm. I like I like Arteta. I like, and I know it doesn't always work out, but I do see signs there, Rob, that this club mm. is getting better and those young players are talented. Uh, Aubameyang up the front. And I know that, well, you, you were a little worried about Aubameyang. I know I had a little, I had a little bit go back and forth with Rebecca about Bamiang and, and his attitude and he signed his new contract. No, I was just and saying that something didn't look right. Obviously, we knew he had problems with his mother. Do you know what? His yeah. body, today, his body language looked yeah. back to him. He was involved, yeah. he was smiling, he was working across the line, he drifted out on that left-hand side, the, the goal and that. Just yeah. feel like he's back to himself and that was what I was worried about. I said, something doesn't look and feel right about Bamiang. Yeah. I think yeah. it shows in, in his demeanour and, and, and certainly he, he, he looks better for it. Just finally on, on this one, Rob, with, with Arteta. Yep. So they're 10th in the league, 34 points, which is, you know, from, say, top six is five-point gap to, to the likes of, of West Ham and Chelsea. Europa League this week, Benfica. As we go down the, down the track, what's going to be most important? To, 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 if, if Would a Europa League, obviously, to win it gets your Champions League and a... Mm top 10 finish would be seen as success, wouldn't it? Or do you, or do you think the league placing has bigger bear, has a, has a better bearing? No, I, I think a Europa League victory would be amazing. Yeah. So, so be... all I'm saying is, do you think down the track, they may start to, if it's, if it's, a, if it's a Sunday and then a Thursday, think about playing the strongest team on the Thursdays? Yeah, I think mm. so, Rob. I mean, normally... I don't like that, you know, particularly if it's, I, I think we spoke in the studio with Danny Higginbotham about it and but he was sort of saying that, you know, um, Spurs might, yeah, I mean, well, they're, they're, still, they're still really close I and mean, surely it's better for them to go for the top four. But he's, he was sort of saying, well, maybe they're going to 
the mm. prioritise Europa yeah. League. Arsenal, yeah. If they have to, I don't. I'm not a big fan of it, really. But if they yeah. have to, if there's a couple of key yeah. players that, that they want to get in tip-top yeah. shape, yeah. why Jose not? did it. Jose did it, didn't he? His first time. Yeah. Was it his first time Man United where the Ibrahimovic and that and beat Ajax in, in the final and got himself yeah. in the Champions League and, and prioritised it. Just interesting. I wonder with, with Arteta whether he would think that or or Arsenal team who want to get you know to try and get to that top six and, and see that as progress. Sure. Long, they're a long way off, and they rob. They're a yeah, long way off yeah. Champions League mm. with, with, through the league, so th- this yeah, would be a, a brilliant the, mm. way of doing it. Yeah, and give the, the club such a such a great boost. You know, going into an off season with yeah. yeah, with the transfer market and stuff. Absolutely. Just a few of the results to catch up on. Brighton yeah. nil, Dylan nil. Uh, Brighton again played good football, but with a better team, weren't able to finish, which has kind of been their problem for, for much of the season. Crystal Palace nil, Burnley three. Bad day for Roy Hodgson's team. Two goals in the first 10 minutes conceded. And the Matthew mm. Lowton, um third goal. And yeah, worry for Palace every time we're, when Wilf's not there. They don't seem to get results. And I think one or two is questioning whether, dare we say it, it's time for Roy. Is it, is it time maybe for, for moving on and, and thinking of, some, of somebody, something else, bringing a different flavour to the football club? What do you think, Rob? I mean, my my opinion on that is it, it, it is the right time. They're a very established club. They've got a good squad of players, some younger players that have been bought, adds attacking threat. They're kind of stable, Rob. It might be a good time. Instead of like a panic up where they start next season and then they're in the bottom three or four or, or five and then, you know, there's got to be a big change. It, it might be in the summer. We know there's a bigger market of managers that they can go and get. There's a few people, you know, that... that that would love that opportunity more than a few people. I, I just, it can't go on forever, Rob. He's been a no, brilliant and what no. a great job he's done at this football yeah. club. I just think it would be the right time this summer with a, with a, st- a solid season to bring somebody else in with a decent squad. What, what do you reckon? Yeah, well, um, I, I tend to agree, but I think this football club will look at the, 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 the bore time and, and the losses and, uh, you you've know. Got move on from that. They've got to be brave. They've got to, you know, do their research, find the right guy and, and then look to move on. And there's a lot of players, I know contracts are up at Palace and yeah. they're, age, they're aging they're out of the moment. Yeah, they are. And so it, it's, a, it's a big sort of job for somebody to go in and lean on. Tell you his name. I, I hear linked once or twice. A certain Mr. Gerard, who's up in, in Scotland at the moment, would be a good kind of next step. I don't think they'd get him. I don't think he'd go to Crystal oh? Palace. You don't think he'd no. go to Palace? I don't think he would. Interesting. Oh. Frank Lampard. Hmm. Well, to cut his teeth. To cut his teeth. Yeah, stay in London, cut his teeth. Would Frank, Frank be Lampard. the kind of manager that, that they believe could make sure they stay in the league? I mean, that's the, the, well, the, 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 the dilemma yeah. for Palace, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see how that one goes. Yeah, just yeah. a little bit of conversation. I'm sure there's going to be more, especially if Palace don't pick up a few results. And, and the last one was Southampton 1, Wolves 2. Wolves getting a much-needed win. Your man Pedro Neto with the winner. Penalty given um, for Wolves, not for Southampton. Ralph Hasenhutl was, was beside himself talking about that after just saying the inconsistencies have hurt his team. Lovely Danny Ings goal um, for, for Southampton. Continue to score, but... Um, yeah, good three points for Wolves. Southampton on a real disappointing. They've lost six, haven't they? They've lost yeah, six on a spin. Losses. Funny, yeah. funny team. Funny team. Mm. Like teams in and around there. Streaks. Yeah, it's it's true, all about yeah. streaks. All about streaks. Like good streaks, bad streaks. I think they're going to be fine. But wow, six after after doing so well and being so high, and now they have a, a, an awful run of results. Uh, 
it's just a, what the Premier League's all about, mate. And you never yeah. know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get. And, in, and that that balance between winning and losing is such a fine line. And if in, yeah. and Southampton and, and and Palace and others around that, sometimes they're above that line. Sometimes they're below it. Um, but yeah, what a, what, a, what a bad run the Saints are having. Yeah, absolutely bad run. But that's it for this week, my friend. And what proved to be a dramatic week at the top of the table. Man City keep on winning. Manchester United keep tripping themselves up. And Liverpool lost to Leicester. In his words, not mine, Jurgen Klopp saying they're now out of the title race. We'll be back on Wednesday, that's the 17th of February, to review the midweek Champions League game when Liverpool will play Leipzig in Hungary. Manchester City take their unbeaten run to Everton in the Premier League. So, on Valentine's Day Sunday, what more of a bromance than the two Robbies could you want? I'm Earl, he's Musco, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Stay safe and stay healthy. It's a good night for me. And it's good night from him. Good night. Good night. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.